0: Unexamined opinions are faulty opinions. I'm Justin Foster. And I'm Juan Kingsbury. Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast. This is a show where we confront our own ideas, biases, and opinions, and hope you do the same for yours. So buckle up for some subversion and heresy and keep an open mind.
1: All right. There is an undercurrent to all these podcasts. So if you haven't listened to the personality one, I encourage you to check out this. Or I encourage you to check out this, that one before this one, because we're going to talk about drift, which is Justin's topic. But I think when you discover your personality and then you start to move away from it or you find yourself again, that's the, the loose theme here. But maybe I'm already wrong. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. by drift, Justin?
0: Well, I think uh, so, so first the term drift comes from the I learned it from Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich which is sort of a little bit of like uh, law of attraction bullshit. There's yeah. a lot of like, thinness to it, but you know, like, you know, like all things, there's some useful stuff in that book. And one of them was, the, you know, it stuck with me was the concept of drift court dial um, uh, who wrote a book called heretics to heroes. He's a friend, of, friend of mine and a client of uh, root and river. He, he refers to drift as well, referencing like picking up drift as that it happens in companies. And so what I mean by that is we drift away from our core self personally. And in a a brand or a business, we drift away from guiding principles. We drift away from mission. We drift away from quality. Um, It's the law of entropy applied to the soul essentially. Yeah. Um, And so I think there's this thinking um, in Western culture in particular that once you find yourself, you're done. That's it. I have, I find myself. We don't factor in drift. We don't factor in that complacency, for example, will cause us to drift. And the thing about drift is, is that no one drifts back to themselves. You just keep getting further and further away. And that's, you know, in psychological terms, it's dissociative disorder. Um, In spiritual terms, it's you're lost. You're detached from your soul. And you, and so the task of a human is sort of part one: find yourself, and then part two: return to yourself daily. Yeah, because you drift, because of the drift. And um, I think this is the reason I wanted to talk about this with you: is a, I could, you know, I might be wrong about the idea. Maybe, maybe I'm the only one that experiences drift. Um, and 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 b the 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 correlation between a lot of our topics which is essentially you know core self soul spirit um reality yeah we have kind of these themes that come up in our conversations
1: yeah
0: and um i think you can you there's a tendency like i said is that it's it's is uh to to drift and last thought and i'll shut up as far as like that sort of download is my definition of drift is it's the gravitational pull of the ego
1: yeah well and So one, I think you're right. Or at least this, especially this week, um, starting my own therapy thing, which is weird. Like I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to the gym. I got a therapist or or something, but um, I'm waiting for the pain. But she had basically pointed out, um, I seek validation when I overshare and, you know, I'm looking for somebody like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Or, wow, that's a good point. And she wasn't saying like, it's a bad thing. It's that I should be able to validate myself or at least that's the goal and I was like it made me think of of all things comedy my wife Courtney will get mad when I make myself laugh <laughs> and not mad but she's like that's not that funny I'm like I don't care and that's I've always enjoyed validating myself and not in a like other people are wrong but it's like this feels right to me um, or it doesn't and kind of seeing there's these two worlds where everyone likes me but on the inside I feel very different Right. And so drifting away from that ego and, and again, connecting back to personality and persona, knowing that behaviorally, regardless of the assessment, I'm probably always going to be an outgoing person, going to be someone who likes to do things my way, more of an innovator or a rule breaker. Um, but in terms of when I'm that way in a, in a, in a way that feels good, um, mm-hmm. isn't especially the last couple of months hasn't been consistent. And, mm-hmm. um, going back to something i said on the last one which kind of throw another log on this fire it made me realize and you brought it up of like just because you discovered yourself you're not done you drift or what i in my framework in my brain of with where i work just because you're good at your job doesn't mean you're doing it to the best degree ever and the more you think you are even though you're not doing everything you can not not everything even though you're not doing it to the best way you know is possible, that is kind of the, you're in the seven sin territory of, of, of your being self, you're being all the things that you think you're condemning. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, is drift just a way of, of losing it? it, We're just saying these things, we're discovering these same things over and over. But I I agree with you. It's like discovering yourself is great, but then it's like, you got to keep returning and remembering the, the exercise I've seen to other places, but you put your hand over your heart and your stomach yeah. and you deep breathe like three times and it's kind of shuts down the rest of the world. And right. you know, it's not a miracle thing, but it, it's a yeah. start. So yeah, I, I, I totally think you're onto something because the world is constantly going to knock us off or, or other people's priorities. You know, yeah. like I'm having a great day, but Justin's miserable. Not really. Actually, it's kind of the opposite lately, <laughs> but I don't seem to rain on your parade. And I think that's because you're you're connected with your core self. Um, right. So, yeah, I think you have a really good point.
0: And so a couple things there is you talk about validation and I like, I like to do this comparison. If you've drifted from your core self, or let's, I'll say it this way. If you are not connected to your core self, meaning a, you've never found your core self or B you found it and you've drifted from it. You will seek validation. Not, not everyone, but if you are if back to the previous episode, if you're a high, I you're likely going to go seek, seek validation. Um, but it's important to discern between validation and affirmation. So, um, when I hear from someone that I admire or respect or that I love, or I'm in a relationship with that, they, they say, well, you know, you know, you're really smart or you're really handsome or, you know, all those, those things. Yeah. I used to need that in order, but I didn't believe it. Yeah. And now, um, I do believe it and I don't need it. So it's affirming. It's nice to hear. Yeah. And and I, th- I think there's that too. I think it's also you take something and we could break this down into so many different categories. But the concept of being a people pleaser, which is what you do when you're out drifting away from your core self, because nobody is connected to the core selves as a people pleaser. Yeah. If you have people pleaser tendencies, then what you when you come back to core self, what that then becomes is just love and compassion and empathy. Yeah. It's I- the same we- same thing. The last one of this of this kind of breaking it down is. Looking at attachment style. And if you're, you know, if you're, if, if, if listeners aren't familiar with that, look up the book Attached, period. Um, and it's about attachment theory. And the spectrum is on one end, it's kind of a quadrant, really, but on one end of the spectrum is avoidant attachment, where you stay, you, you move away from someone during conflict. Mm-hmm. And then there's anxious attachment when you try to get closer to someone during conflict. Um, I think that, um, we use a term like, um, well, I don't want to get attached. We start to use these judgmental terms. I don't get to it. I don't want to get too attached. I don't want to, you know. I don't. I got to be careful that I don't um, get too attached to something or someone. Yeah. But if you're connected to your core self and you haven't drifted, it's okay to love what you have. It's okay to go to be grateful for. Where well, you can't have this complete dissociation from all possessions and things and drift through life. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think that's unhealthy.
1: Well, I, I would even. Um... Or I, I, what I hear as you're describing that, it's like, oh, those are people who, are, who say they're busy. I'm too busy. You know, I got to help my kids. Very task oriented. Yeah. Yes. And and you know, funny enough, or not funny, but coincidentally, um, I was envious of those people in the last couple months because I'm like the way the work that I have and and the the, the luxury that we have of a home and we have open space, et cetera. It's like oh man, I wish I could be busy so I'm not so sad or anxious <laughs> or whatever it is. And and instead, um, but I'm like, or not instead, but I'm like, no, I don't want that. I, I left that. And I was able to build this on my own, but it's that downtime, that space, that stillness I just don't need to work on, you know, because I'm always scrolling or texting or or something. And um, and ironically, podcasting with with you or even just my, my, my other guests on the show, it's one of the few times where I'm just present and I'm like, okay with things and i really i don't want to necessarily agree with them but i also don't feel bad about it and i i feel like i'm connected with my core self of being curious and being kind but um i think that when you're drifting it's another way of oh you're busy yeah you're active you're doing a bunch of stuff and it's not the stuff that's bad it's just you're disconnected from it it's not necessary you're not you're not doing it for your own reasons you're doing it out of obligation or habit or all these other things that are not really you and your reasons yeah
0: yeah and you t- like take a term like from um addiction uh, treatment of hitting bottom hitting rock bottom that's sort of reaching the outer edge of drift when you before you fall you before you fall into madness and i think that there's if we were to draw this out there's 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 this uh, the core self is a bright light imagine a bright light and then you the further out you get the darker it gets and and right in that point between light and dark is where you where you have the where you hit rock bottom some people and you look at like mental like severe mental illness you look at extremism you look at the the um, you know look at the maga crowd and you know um, the 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 conspirituality people on the um, on the in the new age movement that you they're out there and they drifted so far from their core selves as they can't recognize what's true they do not know reality anymore yeah that's the danger of drift and, and it's, it's, it's um, it's that's, and there's a gift in the returning. Um, and there's, you know, Jesus talked about this with the story of the prodigal son. People think prodigal means returner, but it doesn't. That word means waster. And so that's somebody that drifted away, wasted their resources and then realized hit rock bottom. Yeah. He was say, it said he was, uh, he was, he, he, he was eating what the pigs even refused to eat that's (laughs) that's how rock bottom he hit and then he returned and i think that first of all you have to look at the signs of drift and you you touched you touched on one like a sense of disconnect i think i really do think this is what depression mostly is is disconnect from core self you've drifted um I think that you, I think another one is stagnation of ideas. You start to get insular and stasis and you, you go to this, you go in and in, in you, your life looks very much like it did 10, 15 years ago. That's not normal and healthy. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one, I think, um, a loss of sexual energy is one. If you look at it from a chakra standpoint, yeah. the sacral, the sacral chakra is the creative slash sexual one. Yeah. And if you, Drift from yourself, and if you look at Taoism, where they the, in Taoism, your sexual sexual energy is the center of this. It's the sun in the middle of your identity. If you if you have a drop, I don't even talk. Really, I mean about libido. I mean about like just the desire and for passion. Yeah, and experiences. That's all signs of drift. And and here's what I I almost plead with people is it doesn't fix itself. Now, so. Um, last week or week before last, we had the severe winter storms here in, in Texas. And, um, you know, there was a lot of people that really hurt some died, you know, the the deaths and, you know, a friend of mine just this morning after two weeks, finally got hot water and she was without water for a week and then got water, but didn't have hot water for another week. Yeah. I lost power for about 20 hours. It got kind of cold in the house and it was uncomfortable and it was, um, inconvenient. But here's why I liked it. Being uncomfortable and being inconvenient is a great drift fixer. Yeah. It's easy to be fat, dumb, and happy. Yeah. (laughs) Happy air quotes. Yeah. And and then another story about this is uh, a buddy of mine, um, Shelby from Jolly, JollyHQ.com. Check out what they do. Um, uh, Shelby from Jolly was... Tell him we were talking about like this property has, and I said, "Hey, if you need help clearing brush, like cutting down cedars and clearing brush, sign me up. I'll come." He was like, "You want to do that?" I'm like, (laughs) "Yeah." That's how I return to myself, like physical labor. Yeah, return to yourself. At least I do. And so there are you have in order to know how to treat it, you have to know what the signs are, and. In order to know what the signs are, you have to have awareness that it's even happening in the first place. And really, all you have to do is look at your relationship with your soul and your body. Yeah. If you feel out of body, and if you feel like you feel disassociated from your soul or your heart, you're like over-identifying with your thoughts and feelings, as an example. Yeah. Then you probably are dealing with some type of drift.
1: Yeah. But uh, personally, I, for me, the the symptoms, um, I was very aware of judgment. Especially after George Floyd happened last year, um, you know, I was aware of it already, but I'm like, it was hijacking me. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, right. <laughs> why, why, are you so mean? And and I feel that way every day. <laughs> why are you? So, why are you so disconnected? And then I'm like, oh, I'm disconnected when I'm always wondering what their problem is. And not to say, you know, they can't do better, but I was like, that's the point. I'm looking, or why is my insert here family member or friend doing x y and z that i am making a judgment about versus doing my own stuff and the other side oh man you know justin's in austin and they're doing this or he's going out to dinner or watching like the envy was the other side and so those have really um come up a lot more than than ever and i'm sure i'm not alone in that but in we started hiking uh, my wife and i uh Mm -hmm me reluctantly i was just like we gotta do something and then when the day would come i'm like i don't really want to go she's like we're going and very thankful she did that but we did a 25 mile overnight hike and i did a podcast It's on career blind spot um but to what you're talking about that physical labor that disc like it was like are we gonna make this or not what and part of the big thing not just it was hard um for us because we're out of shape and not hikers but we chose it no one made us you know you said something about being busy and like there's like a biblical thing of like you know, people need to do labor or maybe it was Hitler. I don't know. But there's, there's a thing where dictators are like, you have to yeah, stay busy. Stay yeah. yeah. Or, or that. And, and like idle hands do devilish yeah, things. Yeah.
0: idol's hand is the devil's work. Yeah. It's all yeah. that Puritan, Puritan stuff about where work ethic is applied that, that, that if you, if the reason that you're not, you're, you're not at peace. And the reason you don't have blessing is you don't work hard enough. Yeah. We, and we don't, I mean, we deal with this still at a, at a at a subconscious level in our culture
1: yeah well and i'll just not defend but i'm like i think they have a point but the thing that they miss is you have to decide that, not someone else who shames you into it because what they're yeah. doing is judging and they're staying busy because they've drifted from the part that, hey, remember when you had that awakening and you felt good about your relationship with Jesus? Well, now you're not doing that anymore because you're judging the people you're around and you're telling them to work hard. And yes. I, that's what I realized. I was like, oh, I'm throwing the, the baby Jesus out with the bathwater. <laughs> and I realized I I was like, oh, I'm being just like them in being judgmental or envious yeah. but that hike that physical hike and here in arizona it's like i mean maybe we're just babies but it got too cold and then the summer's going to get well actually summer will be able to go but in the last couple months i was like oh we don't have that we need to find a new outlet. i should shouldn't right. say we don't have it but it's like crap what do we do in a world where we're still isolating where we're doing ivf and if we screw it up no money back guarantees <laughs> you know and it's like a weird thought and it's like and it's easy to be like well, other people don't have to worry about this and no one cares about our situation. And it's like, no, I, I gotta go do something. And you know, we've had a lot of home projects, but like drift is, is a constant because I, well, I'll stop here. Mm-hmm. Once you figure out the self-awareness, Oh, I'm awesome here and da da I feel stupid because I drift. And then, and then I'm like, Oh, but that's part of it. But I do have, and I think you've corrected me or at least called it out of shaming myself or feeling guilty. Um, that's a waste of time and effort, especially when it's just something that happens. So uh, yeah. I get, I get well, what you're saying now better.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think one of the antidotes or drift preventions is boundaries. Boundaries is one of these sort of like, it's like a, it's like a Griffin or a unicorn. It's like this mythical creature about boundaries that we've all heard of, but we don't necessarily know what it means. Um, if you're a subscriber to the third way, if a pay, if you're a paid subscriber to the third way, um, you will get in your inbox, um, later tonight so this episode is being recorded on the 27th of february um you, where I'm, I'm releasing a guide to a setting and a setting and holding to boundaries and part of my motivation for this is um is related to uh, related to drift it's like the first thing to go with drift are your boundaries you start putting up with stuff internal your internal boundaries and your external boundaries you you you, you become pretty loose with your, with your boundaries um, when you, when that's a sign of drift. And so having boundaries kind of creates the, the, um, the bay, like, you know, like the boats are docked in that kind of protects it from the tidal pole. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I think then your beliefs are kind of the anchor to use the boat metaphor. Yeah. Um, You know, Paul, the, the apostle Paul referred to faith as an anchor, the anchor of faith. Um, I think, I think that's kind of true too. And we, 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 there's a part, some of us are like, well, I want to be on the high seas. Well, that's fine, but you don't want to drift out there yeah. like moored and unsupplied and under resourced. You you want to do it. If you're going to have an adventure, do it on purpose. Um, And so having boundaries helps you realize you're like, Oh, look at that. I am, I, I am, I've kind of sacrificed this boundary. Well, why is that? And this goes back to one of my mantras that the, the first, the cure for any anxiety or depression first is curiosity. That's the beginning. You yeah. Gotta be curious about it.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think t- that's what you're saying to me of don't, don't feel bad about it. Don't, yeah. don't shame yourself for it, yeah. but, but that also rude, don't yeah. run away from it. And yeah. I think that's where a lot of us, yeah. that's why we stay busy. We look at other stuff. Yes. Face no it. No one's
0: ever been shamed to enlightenment. You can be shamed to all kinds of um, what I recall, refer to as white Jesus um, stuff where, you know, you're shamed into <laughs> looking and talking and behaving a certain way, according to, you know, the culture you find yourselves in. Um, but yeah. And, 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 and so when you, when you have that curiosity, you start to see tendencies then. Um, and if you do the work, like we talked about in our lap, last episode, if you do the work to kind of understand yourself better, to hold up the mirror for the disc or enneagram, you know, or others hold up, but especially disc, um, if you're doing that work, then when you um, are, are you, you can look at tendencies. So here's one for me. I'll be curious about what yours might be. So when I'm um, fatigued and I'm with someone that I care about, I become anxious. I become worried they're going to see me as weak. I'm, I become, I. so what do I do? I over overstim- I overstimulate. I either drink another cup of coffee or a yerba mate or whatever because I need to be up for them because I have this expectation in my head that if they see me as fatigued or weak, oh,
1: I'm wow. fatigued or weak, yeah.
0: And I was like, none of that's true. None of that's true. But that's 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 an example of a tendency that I have that that I now recognize is um, is, is is a sign of drift. Another one for me is um distraction how often i'm multitasking or doom scrolling or you know uh, wake up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep so i watch you know a bunch of you know youtube videos or whatever
1: yeah
0: um that's another sign of drift and none of those are fatal and it's okay to have fun it's okay to eat some cheesecake and binge watch netflix once in a while it's fine it's living out there in drift, where you because you 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 lost your way.
1: Yeah, you,
0: yeah well, there's no, you have no control over the direction of your boat when you are when you've drifted away. Not really. Yeah. Um,
1: huh. Yeah. That, it's it's funny. I'm I'm hung up on the word fatigued because I think that's. Like, you are a human being and you get tired. Like, I'm like, yeah, of course, Juan. He gets tired.
0: But you're using logic.
1: Yeah. But, but, but I'm using, and I'm not applying it to myself. Like, Juan, why are you so lazy? Why are you so tired? It's okay that Justin and everyone else, but why, why are you shaming yourself for getting tired and not wanting to, um, you know, do a Zoom meeting or go outside or whatever, or, uh, um, you know, talk with certain people? And, um, but I think that, like, I'm like, yeah, I, I, well one it's weird mentally I've been doing great the last two weeks we've been doing great personally but physically like my I have an aura ring a sleep tracker and it's like uh-huh. it's like you're not sick but give yourself a break and I I don't know maybe I have allergies or something but I'm like my body feels like Bleh. but my brain is like really happy and right now you know I got caffeine too but even when I woke up I was I was like I don't need it but um so something's off but prior to the two weeks it was um my brain is tired, and um, usually it's Doom Scroll or yeah, Doom Scroll and 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 uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah, or or similar. watching a comfort show, you know, of you got to watch Scrubs from start to finish for the third time, <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, you know, and it's not so much like you said, like I like those shows, they make me laugh, they're they're funny, they're clever, um, but it's when I'm like, you know, two is usually enough episodes, you know, and uh, you will know, take me a couple months to to get through it all when I watched a whole season in a day, you know, or in a week, um, those are usually the, the tendencies. It's a, it's an escape of like normally I would just stay in bed, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and, um, but yeah, I think the
0: same thing applies one to go in the other direction where you're overly rigid and overly disciplined and you don't give yourself any grace related to, you know, it's like people that are obsessive about like counting macros or something, um, you know, or, (laughs) Or um, they're constantly measuring their body fat or whatever, and I think there's the the the, the a, another term for drift here is dysmorphia, and I think you can have body dysmorphia in particular. You can feel out of body from yourself. I often feel like that because I haven't had the systems and the motivation to be like extra strenuous about working out. Um, yeah, and so. Um, but the, the the but you can go too far the other direction. I guess that's my point. And I think this is where if you look at, you know, I don't know which is worse: task orientation all the time, where you it's, it's like people that have a vacation agenda with like timestamps. Yeah. Like, what the hell, man? You're on yeah. vacation. Well,
1: um, I'll, I'll I'll chime in here because actually, this you know, if you've never, um, I don't think you took offense or defense, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I would totally understand if he said something, but usually, you know, you mentioned Jocko Marks or no, Jocko Mark? Willick. Willick. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I don't know who Marks is, <laughs> but uh David Goggins. That maybe you haven't mentioned as much, but yeah. prob- David Goggins, yeah. that's who yeah. I kind of see those maybe not that yeah, specifically, mm-hmm. but the 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 message that gets branded of oh you feel bad, go fucking run a marathon. Oh well, you feel right. bad, you gotta do a 25 minute hard as shit challenge. Otherwise you're a weak ass human and your problems right. aren't mine. I know that's yeah. not what they're saying, but that's well, what I feel like it's translated to.
0: Yeah. I don't know about Jocko, but I think Goggins is a bit like that. Like, I don't know the man. And, you know, you read yeah. his stuff and watch his videos, and it's, it's interesting. I, I I agree with what he's talking about. Like I said, like, I want to go out and chop cedar down, chop cedar and clear brush because it's good physicality. It's good for me. It's good for my soul. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and I think that, um, though, that you get into this. It's essentially unconscious behavior. Um, so you can look at that as un- impulsive, unaware, going through the motions. That's you know we use this phrase. T- they were just drifting through life. Yeah. Well, that's never a compliment. <laughs> at the same time, so you think about that. Drifting through life could be task orientation and obsessive obsession about your body or your, you know, it's the people that are perpetually getting, um, you know, degrees. They can't stop going to school yeah, or, yeah. or they're, or they, they, they way over church themselves with immersion into a church culture, or church doctrine. That's that, that's the extreme of one end of, of, of overdoing it. Yeah. And then there's this on the same pendulum swing when you're out drifted away from core self is the underdoing it, the
1: yeah.
0: classic, you know, binging, couch potato, um, you know, yeah. it's all people, that, people that sit home and all they do is watch porn and smoke dope and eat Cheetos. yeah, you know, yeah. Like Whoa. that type of thing. That, they're both are indicators of drift yeah. because someone in their core self, someone that is truly connected to their core selves, would not abuse themselves in either of those scenarios. Yeah,
1: and so I think so you just – but the puzzle pieces that we just made it to the next castle, or at least in my brain of the most of us let's say America would take the obsessive person because at least they work hard. They get stuff done. We don't want the lazy pothead person. Um, But to the point of if, if fulfillment or enlightenment or just being a happier person, that's better. But I'm gonna go back down to Goggins and, and Jocko and anyone else who's like, like I'm and or I actually I have a tendency to be envious of them, but then I'm like, no, they're them and I'm not them. I don't want to be them. Um but that soldier mentality that the or football mentality of you know, mm-hmm. you you leave your feelings off the field yeah. and you get yeah, it done. Some dirt on it. Get yeah. it, get back out there. Run. You don't yeah. you don't have enough concussions, you're not cool yet, which is kind of gone, mm-hmm. but it's still there. It's and so over. if you're playing a role which is a patriot or at least the what it used to mean, uh, or I should say a veteran, um, an athlete, uh, a, a worker that is still considered good credits in the Western capitalistic world. Yeah, right. Um, and to me, you're what's the? there's another book, the mask of masculinity. I forget the guy's name. Um, it's about like how men put on these different masks. It's not the okay. gr- greatest book, but it's a concept of concept of like, Oh yeah, we're all kind of insecure about something and we yeah, overcorrect
0: trying be, yeah trying to be George Patton or something yeah, yeah.
1: and yeah. and I think again we if if you're trying to just be a functioning member of a greater society the overtask or in touch is good or at least you'll get validation externally right. but if you're trying to be a happy person you're not much better off than the yeah. the the lazy person who's who's just yeah. you know consuming yeah.
0: And I think, yeah, I I think, I think you're right. I think in our culture, if if you were, if you were to to lay out and say who is more connected to their core selves, the person that's the overworker or the lazy person. Well, I think they're both disconnected from their core self because, um, because of what I just said, I said, just said earlier, I think, um, I think the other element of drift is um, kind of in the middle. It's almost like, lethargy or complacency or um where it's more of a slow little drift it's the boiling the frog metaphor yeah um and it's just you're slowly and you wake up one day and you realize oh i've really drifted from who i really am yeah and and, um you know you have these moments and i think this is what a spiritual awakening largely is 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 waking up and realizing how distant you are from the shore of yourself and yeah. and then you begin the long swim back um and it's treacherous and dangerous and scary and yes. all that but you get back um and but you don't stay there you don't stay on the shore partially because you need to get back in the water because that's life yeah and then and then you drift again and i know i know this so i had this big spiritual awakening in 2014 and and it, and it and it was there. I thought it was sort of done. And then in 2018, and really into tw- 2019 and through 2020, especially during the like full the shutdown period where you know, of the pandemic, I didn't realize until I had um, another awakening and a series of incidences how much I drifted from my who I who I really am.
1: Yeah.
0: Or uh, maybe another way to say this one is I didn't realize how much I drifted away from the pursuit of the core self. Like I just went like, you know, I'm good enough. This is yeah. fine. I don't, I don't need to do, I don't need to necessarily, I can be philosophical, but I don't, I don't want any more trauma or drama. Yeah. I've had plenty of that. It's yeah. Like, oh, trauma yeah. and traumatic events are how you find yourself.
1: Yeah. You, um, I was going to humble brag to set, to set the preference or set the stage was what I'm about to say, but I'm not at, the personality thing it's one of the things i yes i earned my living giving those assessments but also i take a lot of not pride i don't know what the right word is mm-hmm. because that what you're describing i was like that's why i'm that's why i'm the best debriefer or at least a lot of people give me that that title and um cuz i'm pointing to the island that someone actually wants to swim even because it's scary like this is the the thing that's worthwhile for you or i give people a a, a clearer picture and I hit on things that to me are just really easy because little numbers on a graph say something, but they told me about their history, their work, their current. And I just tie these little things together and, and I hit on something and I take it for granted. I know it means something, but I'm like, yeah, other assessments can't do that. But then kind of get real meta here when I'm not doing that and people aren't like, Oh my gosh, that's so great. You are the greatest or whatever, or "I'll, I'll reschedule with you or we'll talk later. My soul is like, ah, and I'm drifting. And so I here I am learning this stuff, and I'm like, I feel like a fool. But then I'm like, no, I'm trying to be smaller but career resilient because shit happens, things change. If I can't figure this out, what am I really helping people with? And That's so right. that you want to, you know, people, we want to uh, work less and, and save money. No, I actually think the opposite. We all want to work harder and spend more money, dot, dot, dot. On things we care about and I'm right. really good at pointing to that island of like it's gonna be fun and thrilling but you also might shit your pants and feel stupid and feel oh, nauseous you're gonna, fail. And, yeah,
0: you're gonna fail you're gonna yeah all yeah. of that and
1: and wow. what I don't do is tell them why I go this does these numbers then they might change and maybe you do it because your dad your mom or your religious stuff and I would love to talk to you about that but that's kind of where my expertise stops and a right. lot of opinions are gonna come in but that you know coming back to me as the drifter I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, kind of. I'm gonna recite what you were saying. I was writing down. Drift happens. I don't know if that's already a shirt, but it should be. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not like, hey, you took your enneagram or your disc and yeah, you're done, right. dude. It's like even if you figure it out, one day you're gonna wake up and you know, especially if you have kids or other people you care about, you yeah. you do it. Be curious about it. Don't be judgmental. Look for the tendencies, and then. Like, I mean, right now I'm getting help by having a therapist. And I told the lady, I was like, look, I kind of do, I'm not a therapist, but she's like, no, even therapy, therapists need therapists. I was like, great, because I feel like I have Mm -hmm. some decent tools, but I'm doing more damage lately than, than Mm -hmm. positive. And she's, you know, she's truly a professional and it's very helpful. So that's kind of what I'm doing about the tendencies. But would you say like, that's the next step is try to address the tenant. I wouldn't say correct them. I don't don't know what's the next step here.
0: I think it's a daily practice. I think that's the next step is to establish a daily practice, because you're going to see, you're going to note that you drift away from particular things on a daily basis. And you you know, it's the Anthony DeMello talks about this with his, in his book, awareness, that awareness is the cleansing light of truth. It helps you see reality. Um, And so for me, an example is if a daily practices. And I know what happens if I don't sp- uh, spend time in stillness and quiet and I don't meditate that um, my day looks different. Yeah. Um, another one is when I don't do the work to kind of get into my heart. I don't think about gratitude. I don't think about, I don't take inventory of my life and go, wow, I am so, I don't like this word because evangelicals have stolen it, but I'm still so blessed. Yeah. Um, Let's take and this back. is a big one lately for me, which is do I trust my heart or am I trusting my mind? Because when you're drifting, you don't even know you have a heart and you think your mind is the, you know, the Lord, the Lord of all. And what happens for me is that that thing goes back into a lot of my um, neuro programming, which is around negativity and
1: yeah, having, yeah.
0: A, a negativity, um, having a negativity, having a kind of being like whole, hedging my bets. Yeah. Yeah. You start
1: second guessing everything and
0: everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I think that there's, I think therapy in particular is great for, um, the longer trek back from core self. But I think it's, you know, where you like you've drifted away and now you got a longer way to get back. And so you get a therapist who helps you guide you back to your core self. Yeah. I think that the daily practice, though, it's not a substitute for the daily practice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, to quote the uh, quote a Bible verse, you, everyone has to work out their own salvation. Yeah, um, and it's the daily practice stuff that, to me, is the best drift prevention. Yeah, the best. The, yeah, and so, um, and 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 I'm, but I, I realize i I need to add some things to my drift prevention plan, which is I need daily physical challenge of some sort. Yeah. It could be how many pushups I can do, or it can be a long walk. It could be, I'm going to do a hundred jump ropes or 50 kettlebell swings or whatever. Yeah. I got I have to pick something um, that challenges me physically, or there's a little bit of me that drifts away.
1: Yeah. And it, I mean, maybe it is right, but it's, you can't prevent it. It's going to happen. It's that when I have drifted, what do I my con- contingency plan or what my my you know when this happens i do yeah. this yeah. it's not right. stopping it from happening like emotional intelligence isn't eliminating your emotions it's realizing right. hey you're pissed or you're sad how can you um realign and to me you you or this conversation just broke down like the daily practice the the gym the the goggin stuff but we kept mm-hmm. we we skipped a couple steps when we hear it from only of like you need to be disciplined and get out of bed right. and da 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 Versus acknowledging that you might not even have any clue of what your core cell is saying, or you've not made no time. It happens. Even if you find it, you drift away. Got to be curious about it. Not judgmental. It's not bad that you're, you're anxiety or you're this. It's like, but you got to explore it, recognize it. And now this daily practice really makes a lot more sense. And, yeah. you know, but even then, if you don't do it perfectly, don't condemn yourself, but you're doing it for yourself. Um, you uh you said something else but we're gonna we're gonna wrap here because mm-hmm. um these are all these should all be nine part series um, <laughs> the um the meditation mm-hmm. and stillness you've been doing that for a while but i think you told me maybe off my it's still hard for you right
0: oh yeah here's the thing about it i forget i forget i'm drinking my coffee and i'm scrolling through and i'm reading you know i read yeah. some in the mornings and you know i i kind of have this like um, what's the term? Almost there's a difference between rote and ritual. So I have some rote stuff. Like I make my butter coffee and I sit yeah. in my chair and I, and I have the same little routine in the morning. It's an interesting thing. And I'm aware of it though. And I'm like, Oh, look at this. This is my, this is my path to sitting in my chair. Yeah. And then I will forget to meditate. I will forget. Like I'll get, I'll be getting in bed at the end of the day and I'll be like, Oh, I didn't do any push-ups today or, you know, Um, and this is, this is again, where journaling comes in because you can kind of uh, journaling for me is much more about like the personal check-in kind of the self-assessment of what you're thinking, feeling, what's, what, 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 what's, what are you spending your time on? What are you giving attention to? Um, and you know, Paul, the apostle Paul referred to this in somewhat stark terms as dying daily. Basically you have to, in order to be in a state of you know sort of mystical enlightenment you have to die you have to kill the you have to bring the ego back under control on a daily basis and yeah. meditation prayer journaling physical exercise serving others they they all sort of get you there um i think the other thing here too is my goal and this is quite esoteric and i've never really said it like in a public airing but that's what we do these things yeah. so to be vulnerable is My, my word of the year is union. Um, and I really started off being in union with God or spirit. And then, then there was that. And, and then there was union with my core self. Yes, I want that. And in my view of sort of cosmic Christianity, your core self is sort of the Christ self. That's a different topic. And then I wanted union with a person. So I'm in a relationship an awesome relationship with someone that I do feel like is a conscious union, the way that we operate. Um, but what I've realized is that it also needs to be in union. This goes to my point about drift is your, 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 your four elements of a human mind, body, heart, soul. And we can get into what all of those mean and what it, yeah. all, what those are, but d- when those start to separate from each other, then you, th- which is drift, it's a gravitational pull, the law of entropy. Um, they need to be continually brought back together. So I've had a lot, you can, you can have a lot of union with, god or spirit and be very disconnected from your body um or you can be really connected to your body and be very disconnected from the spiritual world or very you know so i want i want union and harmony and the way i wrote about this in amusing the other day is i i view these four things as like a four-piece band like a a yeah a four-piece band isn't naturally going to be in harmony they got to practice they need a plan they need some framework and I know this is that when I can get those in union, I am the, the efficacy of my happiness, it's anabolic almost as a, you know, as opposed to aerobic, it's it, like, it lasts for days. Yeah. Like the feeling of, Oh, I, I did all of these things. Uh, I did heart stuff. I did mind stuff. I did soul stuff. I did body stuff and I did them all because of, I, I want to nourish myself and I I want to love myself and I want to love others. Yeah. Wholly different view than Letting those pieces, like overemphasizing those pieces, and and intending to that you you've heard this term of like either spiritual bypassing or intellectual bypassing. There's also physical bypassing. Yeah, um, well, phys- or intellectual. Or I said that one already, but those yeah. bypassing are all coping mechanisms for drift. Like yeah. you where you're allowing the separation and you're not doing anything about it because you're bypassing it. You're justifying it.
1: I think this is like a, a what they call backdoor pilot in in, in sitcoms, but I. I think we should do another episode on these four things. It's a band, uh-huh. but um, something I was going to say earlier, but more of mind and, and heart. Sometimes I'm trying to fix a heart situation with my mind. You know, my mind's great. Yeah. And this is why I think where a lot of atheist, intelligent people become jerks because they're trying to apply logic to love or, <laughs> you know, faith. And that doesn't work that way. Um, so I would like to talk more about that on yeah, a different thing um, and end with uh, that's what I personally, when I'm drifting. I think that's that's the undercurrent of oh you're trying to fix a sad heart or this with your brain and that's not that's not you're gonna use it eventually but what was what was the phrase you had you you said each one of them but with a bypassing Uh, bypassing yeah yeah. and so that's why the hike sometimes really really helps or sometimes the solving something you know a program but. Yeah, And there's
0: an old uh, church saying, which is, you know, he or she was so heavenly minded. They were no earthly good. So that's spiritual bypassing where you're like, you know, everything it's the everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, and and there's no ownership over your life. Yeah. Or or it's uh, a physical um, bypassing, which is more like um, if I don't work out, I'm just not myself. Yeah. That's not or if I don't get to yoga, I just can't handle life. Like that's not then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's not the, point. the point is to be in union, not where you're overly developed in one area or another. And I realized for myself is I have over the years, over the last five years in particular, I've really worked on my soul. I've really worked on my mind. It wasn't until last fall. I started really working on my heart and I'm realizing that I hadn't really worked on my body at all other than walking and maybe, you know, sort of stop, start exercise. So I yeah. knew like, Uh, commitment to my own unity, my own union of self is to do a daily physical challenge starting on March 1st. Awesome, so man. I ask you, my friend, to hold me accountable. Help me. I don't think you can hold anybody accountable, will, but ask him about it. I will it. affirm you.
1: And I hell, I will say, you got, uh, we all got hijacked, but I remember you were going to do like a tough man or, or something yeah, yeah, and then got, COVID yeah. screwed it. Yeah. So. So
0: I had gout and then COVID happened yeah. and I was sort of relieved by both of those things.
1: You got <laughs> it, man, though. But yeah, let's, um, you got somewhere to be. This is That's great. part of it.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Take cool. Care. This was fun.
1: You got it.